When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the Girls and Boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B Boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A Boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Jake Bailey punts this one away. It's a wobbler. Backing Hardy up to his own five. Gets to the 10, to the 15, through a hole to the 20. 25, 30. He could go. 50, 40. They're not going to get him. Deontay Hardy going the distance for the touchdown. Welcome back. Earn Out Sports Radio here on AM590 ESPN, Omaha, ESPN, Tri-Cities. Hope you are staying safe out there as the precipitation starts to come down. I don't think we actually have any snow yet. we just got some cold rain, so be careful out there. Snow started at 8 or 8.30? Sometime around there. Sometime around there. I'm not sure. Uh, We are live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can join us in the comments where apparently people need to be reminded again that production and and, uh, talent are not the same thing couple of jabs in there about good old uh, Trevor Lawrence, which I, you know, stand by the talent, not the production. Hey, it's, it's a TK's thing. just here to ruffle your feathers, Listen, man. That's don't, fine. That's don't fine. buy in. Uh, some, <laughs> some guy that we hope that will be both productive as he is talented is our guy Dylan Rayola. Mm-hmm. And how that happens is going to, I think, hinge a lot on the offensive staff that the that coach rule ends up bringing in we we teased it before the break that Dana Holgerson was in Lincoln with the football team at the wrestling match so we'll start with the wrestling match real quick because it was a super cool scene and moment for Nash Hotmacher who was I'm sure people know this by now but to recap an incredible wrestler in high school in South Dakota 166-0 a Probably, I mean, everybody I've heard talk about it says he's he's a better wrestler than he is a football player, and he's probably an NFL football player if he has another year like he did this year. So you've got this really, really good defensive lineman for Nebraska, drops some weight, ends up getting uh, getting down to that 285 number for his heavyweight class, and gets a, uh, I believe it's a submission by, or a win by fall, submission win by, by fall, fall. Um, I look at him like, oh, he pinned that guy. That's all I know. <laughs> but he had a, and I believe it was in the first period, had a dominating, it was, it was. Uh, dominating performance. It in was his, straight domination. Oh too. yeah, just it manhandled wasn't even close. him. Did you see how much? Like they're in the same weight class. Did you see how much bigger he looked mm-hmm. than the other guy? That's wild to me. Uh, but it was really, really cool. Not only to see Nash, kind of in his element, it seemed like in a way that it, it's cool to see people excel at things that they're obviously really good at. Uh, but we also saw the football team in mass 
I, I know it wasn't which the was, entire team, but it was really cool too. a ton of the team, a ton of the coaching staff, uh, and and Dana Holgerson <laughs> was there hanging out with the football team, watching Nash Upmacher dominate his wrestling match, and. So this rumor had kind of started getting going before the match that Nebraska's maybe been talking to Dana Holgerson. And then people are like, oh, no, he's like he's in Lincoln. And then he was just in public with the coaching staff. I love how they didn't try and have this kind of clandestine meeting or anything. They're just like, nope, we're going to march you and right out in public. Uh, just like, you know, like when, when, when Coach Rule came into town, before he actually took the job, it was this very underground thing, and you only knew about it if you were uh, either happened to see him, like at, like you worked at the airport or something, or you know you knew somebody within the athletic department, and they kept that thing, the lid on that thing, pretty tight. Had this little secret meeting in Lincoln to check things out. I think back in October before he actually got hired, and. Th- Totally opposite vibe here. <laughs> Dana Holgerson's there, and Matt Rule's like, yeah, we're just going to go to this wrestling match in public. Probably one of the more, because the fact that a Nebraska football player was there, probably one of the most viewed wrestling matches mm-hmm. that Nebraska's had in a while, um, which is not a reflection of their program. It's a terrific program under Coach Manning. But because you got the Nebraska football connection, it was an even bigger deal uh, for the wide, for the you know casual audience. And... So it gets it gets to thinking, right? Okay, so if Dana, if you're talking to Dana Holgerson, what would that look like in terms of his role on the staff? You know, who moves other places to make room for him, things like that. I think the most likely option is he becomes an analyst. That's what I think this is because for a couple reasons. Obviously, he's got the pedigree to be a co-OC because I don't think Satterfield's going anywhere. But he's got the pedigree to be a a co-OC or quarterback coach or both or whatever. But there's two things that make me think that he might be an analyst. One, I still feel very good about my Glenn Thomas information of him coming in and being the quarterback coach. Now, theoretically, they could bring in both. If you're moving someone else to a different spot, say if they start allowing analysts to coach in practice, you could move Ed Foley to an analyst role and he could still kind of coach your special teams in practice. Or if... You know, EJ Barthel moves on for some reason. There's been, a, you know, a, there's been whispers about that. You know, you could move guys around a little bit. So it's possible both could end up on the actual staff. But the other thing that I, and this is where I think it gets a little dicey about bringing him on as an actual coach, is you remember what happened to the first tight ends coach last year? I do. He got a DUI, had a little problem with, uh, with some alcohol, and he was gone super, super quickly. Okay. This is a guy that they brought in uh, specifically because of his connections to Texas and didn't have a history of of really that, that we know of at least, and made this mistake, and and he was gone really quickly. That's the same kind of baggage that Dana Holgerson brings in here. Now, I don't know specifically if he's had a DUI, but he has had public alcohol-related incidents at his previous stops. And I just wonder... If that's something that Coach Rule would bring into a high-profile, high-leverage situation when they really need to get it right this year. Obviously, Dana Holgerson's coaching ability is unquestioned. His, um, of his offensive ability, his, his quarterback pedigree that I know you wanted to get into as well, is unquestioned. 
and I know Coach Rule likes get, believes in second chances and all that kind of stuff too. So I'm not saying it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But between his history, how we saw Coach Rule treat that last year, and the fact that I do still think my Glenn Thomas information is good, I think for me that leans analyst. Because if for some reason he has an issue as an analyst, it's a much less big deal if you move, him, move on from him than if you – Hire an OC. He has a problem. Then you have to get rid of him. Yeah, I don't. I don't really look at the the previous instances as a problem um, in terms of bringing Dana Holgerson into the program because I mean we've seen things um, before. Like let's just take Steve Sarkeesian for example. Mm-hmm. Like he had his fair share of of. Alcohol issues, yeah. issues and, and antidepressant issues, and look what he did when he turned his life around. So I don't want to like sit here and, and be critical. But of, of, he started of that like with that. an analyst job at Alabama. That's it, how he started it, the turnaround. And that's, and that's fine, but I don't think that's going to deter Nebraska from Dana Holgerson. But with Wager, it was different because he was already there. Um, so when it happened under sure. the nose of Coach Rule, it was an easy thing to say, like, okay, uh, let, let's, let's move on from him. But you know, a lot of good things in terms of what Holgerson can bring. Yeah. And I think there's two right off the bat. One being that he has the quarterback's coach experience. If they don't get Glenn Thomas, mm-hmm. if they don't get another guy that has quarterback coach experience, Dana Holgerson fills that void right away. Yeah, terrific and, option. And yeah. two, it goes back to what I said um, in terms of those New Year's resolutions that we went through. Mm-hmm. When I said keep a short leash on Coach Satterfield – it's kind of like planning ahead yeah. by having Holgerson it's in house. Yeah. yeah, because whether he is an analyst or whether he does jump in as a co-OC or a quarterback coach, whatever, you have somebody right then and there to be like, all right, man, like we tried this. It didn't work out. We're going to move on. But we don't really have to move on um, in a way where we turn over yep. everything because we have a guy that we've been in-house grooming yeah. it, to what we want this offense to look like and, and what he can bring. So and I has think, made millions as a play caller. Like that's like he's made his entire career as a play so caller. So I think it's really smart yeah. what Coach Rule is doing. And, and the second point to that, too, is this. And I had mentioned that there were some quarterbacks mm-hmm. that Dana Holgerson produced at his previous stops. If Dylan Raiola can become one of these four – Nebraska football is going to be back. They will be back. His last stop at Houston, he had Clayton Toon. Mm-hmm. And Clayton Toon didn't have the best, like, super senior season, but the season before, or was it 2021? When did, when did they go 12-2? 2021, they went 12-2. When two. they went 12-2 mm-hmm. in 2020, Clayton Toon was awesome. Yeah. He was absolutely and his career incredible. numbers are incredible. Yeah, he, he's got great college career numbers. Before that, he was at West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Who did West Virginia have? A guy by the name of Will Greer. Will and his Greer. numbers were sick. He also had Geno Smith on the front end of that. Yes, he did. And so, uh, but I'm going to stick with Will Greer just at the West Virginia stop to go with my four here. But Geno Smith is a great tack on. Brandon Whedon at Oklahoma State. Yep. When he was the OC there. And then how about Case Keenum at his Case first Keenum stop well. at Houston? Who is Case Keenum? Oh, just the all-time total passing yards and touchdown leader as a college quarterback. Don't forget about Graham Harrell when he was at Texas Tech as well. Hey, we can keep going down the list. We certainly can. More Herd Out Sports Radio coming up next.